Hey, hey, Twisted listeners. Welcome to 2023. Yes, and we're coming in hot. Coming in hot with a lot of thought. Yep. Woo, look, coming Ooh. in hot with a lot of thought. I didn't even try that one. That was good. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. All right. We're going to talk about a hot button topic today. Yes. And I, when I say hot button, I mean like people have a visceral reaction to this one. So let me let me give a little history. I posted okay. this same video in August. Okay. And about? About parents, we need your support. If the teacher has a phone policy in place in secondary, please support it. And if they don't put their phones away, there needs to be a consequence at home. Well, when I put that out in August with 5,000 views, it was fine. I got all these people, all these teachers, parents. I don't think I had one negative comment because I went back there. So uh, usually when I do this on TikTok, like I will make that video just so I can see it. Then I repost it again because I thought it was it was timely and having a semester. Again. Right. But I'm getting completely different commentaries and it's almost at 5,000 again. It's just, it's, it's now going viral more than it has been because of, I guess, the trolls. I, I'm, I'm understanding that the trolls make your shit go viral. And I'm not sure that's the kind of attention I'm, I'm looking at. I, I'm really not. So the, the idea was because at the end of the year, I met with a lot of our, our new teachers and I'm like, how can I support you in the new year? And then most of them said the phone policies, they feel like they're unable to reestablish norms in the classroom because they've already been established. I said, well, they still can be, but I know, for example, like educator Andrea, this time last year, put out a a YouTube video to her parents. And she said, and I've actually shared her video out to my staff, um, the the staff at my school. and, And she said, I need your help, parents. I need you to help me support you know, the phone policies in class, the kids aren't putting them away. I really need to teach. They can't, you know, so she did this great video and I told her, I asked her, I said, can I share it with the teacher? She's like, absolutely. Um, and I want, I want to kind of reach out to her because she said that she would like to be back on the podcast for an update to see how oh, I love going. that. So I want to see if she's going to repost that and if she gets the same responses in the negative as, as I did. So I put it out. And one of the ones, like we we have this troll one. She's she's she just hits people's pages and is she spews nasty, ugly negativity. Like the pus of society comes out of her TikTok <laughs> posts. And I think she's in the health profession. And here's the thing: like I don't fight back in a way that they're wanting me to fight back. I have the other people on TikTok do that. <laughs> Um, because, you know, again, my following is growing and with the following, a growing following, you're going to get a higher percentage of a-holes on your page. So I'm going to share an, a couple of these things that I've been texting Jen most of the day. Um, and since I'm off, I'm like, I keep checking, which usually when I'm working, I don't really check shit because I'm at work and yeah, I'm and not checking shit. Um, so this, uh, when I put it out, the one that kind of got me and I read it to my husband and he was like, what? the hell this one says wrong you don't pay for phones you get no say teachers have no parental power and need to check their egos with a little lovey smiley face with a little hearts on it 
Oh, and that took me out a little bit. And so that makes my blood a boil because I'm not claiming to be your child's parent. No. And it's real interesting because I had reached out. The one thing about, I think the podcast community and some of our teacher TikTok community is that they're pretty tight knit in a lot of areas. And so I reached out to, she's the teacher who posted a TikTok about her day. Um, and she was, I don't know all the story, but she's no longer a teacher and she teaches, she, she teaches, she works at Costco now Mm -hmm. and she's pretty well known. Um, and I reached out to her because I don't know how to handle this kind of nastiness. Millennial Miss Frizz. Okay. And that's her name on her social media. And one of the videos is my teacher contract was canceled because of this TikTok. And she's getting her PhD in education and some other things. People get uh. people give her shit about everything. Um, so I I reached out to her and she, I basically got I gotcha. And and then she put out a video. If you need me to make responses on your page that you cannot make because you are still in the industry, let me know and I'll take care of it. So she did. She went wow, after this for people. her. She did, and I have to give her cred. But so- one of the well, let me. One of the things she said, because that parent said, "You are not my kid's parent," and she said, "Please look up. It is imparentus locus, I think, basically, which means. Let me make sure I have that right. In absence, yeah, in the, yeah, and basically, we are in the role of a parent when the parent is not there, especially in the the atmosphere of in the uh, of being a teacher. Um, and she said, "Please look that up and get back to me." And we haven't heard from that person. <laughs> Uh, I'm so I'm reading some of the comments that were on this post and the same the same lady I believe it was the same lady said when you start teaching something worthwhile I bet they will put their phones down I absolutely homeschool to avoid people like you who think they know when will teachers realize school isn't the most important thing you teaching a basic thing mm-hmm I don't know where it went. You teaching a basic thing we rarely ever use. Right. And again, not my point. And basically I told her that she needed to stop because it was borderlining on harassment because she was basically telling me I get paid. How am I with the low pay? Um, I'm not teaching in the right way. And I'm just like, well, you hate teachers. You don't know me. You don't know me. You know how I teach. You know nothing about me. And I'm like, to me, it's harassment when we can't have a conversation. When if you have an alternate view and I'm putting myself out there or you're putting yourself out there on social media and please have an alternate view, but be humane about it. Don't be an asshole. Um, And then basically somebody came on and said, you might need to get some help for attacking someone who's very well intended in the message. And I was basically asking for parent support because in the past, and I know you have had good parents. And if, if I had put something like this out, in my high school classroom and just went out to parents and say, could you please help me with the policies in my classroom? I would have gotten 110% of my parents saying, hell to the yeah, what can I do? Can I sit in the classroom with my kid and let me just take the phone away? That's the kind of support I'm used to Mm -hmm. getting. Not this bullshit. And then one lady said, um, basically that we all suck, that teachers are horrible. (laughs) We need to do better. Um, and then she tagged me in a very unrelated, nasty yes. video. And I said, but this, as bad as this is, this is not the story I'm telling. This is not the narrative from my page. 
And yeah. then I looked on her and she just, she bashes all kinds of teachers. And then I re- responded to another teacher person on there, um, teaching be like, cause she does a lot of parodies and stuff and she's going to come on the podcast and we have a mutual troll, which is this woman. But I looked the woman up and I think she's been taken down or she's blocked because she had so many videos of people against uh, her, but it, I've never seen anything like this. And I, I guess I'm at a point where, um, well, this one said both of my kids talk about teachers being on their phones much of the day. Students do what they see both in and out of school. And so millennial Miss Frizz says, these are two separate issues. Teachers do need their phones during the day. Then someone else says, are your kids truthful? Someone else uh-huh. says, teachers aren't watching Netflix. Appropriate use isn't the same as free use. And then I've got parents who are saying, my son was never allowed to bring his phone, but after Uvalde, and I get this, he needs to have it, but totally agree when he's instructed to keep it in his backpack, he has to keep it there. Um, and I keep saying my point is to put, when we ask the kids to put the phone down, they need to put the damn phone down. Yes, absolutely. We are not, we are not saying we understand completely 1000% that students it's a safety issue and that we know that everyone doesn't live in like a nice little suburban neighborhood where they, I mean, there are kids who are taking public transportation to school. Absolutely. They absolutely 1000% need to have their cell phone with them for safety purposes. So I did a a poll on um, LinkedIn um, and my questions were, what are your thoughts on cell phones in the classroom? Um, please comment. They should be banned. Students should have them or a mixture of both. So they should be banned. 33% of the te- of the people responded. I have a pretty, it, I only opened it up this morning. I've got about 50 votes. Students should have them 16% and then 51% is a mixture of both. Mm-hmm. And that's really what we're asking is that if we're going to do a mixture of both, that People, parents respect our wishes when their children don't follow directions. But here's what happens if they don't put the phone down and they fail the test, then guess who's at our door, in our email, on our phones, in the front office talking to admin because their kids are failing. And we've asked the parents to help us with the phone policy, but because we're not parents, we can't tell them the damn thing to do with their phones. But now it's our fault because the kid is failing. We can't freaking win. Right. You can't win. So I had a parent, um, she's a friend, say, I think they should have them, but be kept in their book bag on silent with all of the school shootings that have been happening. I want my kiddos to be able to call 911 and or me. I agree. Yes. And our good friend Peter said, well, what would be the consequence for a student? not keeping their phone in the backpack. In the unfortunate world that we live in currently, yes, phones are needed for emergencies. Nobody is disputing that. The problem I have in my classroom is that the district has no policy on phones. Essentially, the policy is that teachers can't do anything about it, and we become liable if we take the phone away. Students are staring at their phones during class and it's frustrating. I tried incentives to keep the phones away, but that is costly out of my own paycheck to bribe them with food or candy or other items. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, and I agree. um, 
Okay. So I was trying to do some research on policies, cell phone policies. And here's the thing. Those all seem, and I may be wrong, and I certainly didn't look everywhere. Cell phone policies seem to go away after early 2020. They did. There were cell phone policies and schools had actively banned cell phones. Or there was a written policy about them being taken away or all of that. Then COVID happened and there that I can find very few school districts have a strict cell phone policy. Well, and then this person who is a teacher, and I'm getting hate from teachers too, which is fucking ridiculous. It says, literally stop. Do you put your phone away for PD? No. Update your policy. Teacher if of 20 years, never do I fight about phones ever. And I wrote, but that is your policy. Nowhere in my video do I say teachers should have a no phone policy. I say that we need parent support if we do have one. Then Miss Millennial, Miss Millennial Frizz says, if it's interfering with learning, it needs to go away. I said, I think if a teacher asks a student to put the phone away to teach, then they should put the phone away. And if so, um, <laughs> I was reading a lot of change.org petitions about this. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I keep seeing repeated is that parents want their students to have cell phones, not just for safety reasons. But so that they can catch their teachers doing in the something. act of doing something yep. such as, I, I don't even know, they're teaching <sighs> the wrong thing, indoctrinating the kids, picking yes. on the children, sitting behind the desk, falling asleep, whatever it is, because I, I've had teachers show me like TikToks that were posted of them so out of context. And my admin had brought it to their attention. And and so I'm just like, that's the other issue of when you're posting as a teacher, a lot of these people are upset because teachers are posting from their classrooms. I think- I, I do agree that you should not post from your classroom, especially live. I like don't think it's school. live. I, I, th- I think now, I think honestly- I mean, I've posted in my office after school and I'm not going to do that anymore. Um, I don't have a class. I don't have students, but um, I am working with parents more. So that's something I'm going to not do. I've never posted from the classroom. I've never posted or videotaped anything during the school day. Uh, Most you'll see me on a green screen. Um, And I think, again, I think we said this on our, our, the one we did before this is that Teachers are kind of crossing the line. And I'm going to say that because I, you and I are advocates for teachers, but you can only advocate so much if they're doing the right thing. Like if I'm in my classroom doing a parody, right, then right. there shouldn't be kids in there. And if you're going to go do the parody, go home and put a green screen up behind you because you can't yeah. get in trouble for that. Um, so I have pay- a question. Yeah. Okay, so when I did TikToks, I mean, I did it for a little tiny bit when I was still in my classroom. Um, I had a green screen. I didn't do them in my classroom. I had a green screen of one of my favorite corners of my classroom. Mm-hmm. I never, I did it at home, but I guess you wouldn't necessarily know that. So. You wouldn't know that. And I, every time I do something, I'm like, how? And here's, I think, the thing, if you're a teacher and you feel like this is a forum for you. When I do a, when I do a video, I think about will my admin be able to defend me? 100%. Yes. 
Will my admin see my intention here was for good? Will my admin, because they're, my admin's not going to look for the negative stuff in my, the, because I have a good relationship. If somebody comes with a complaint, they need to go to my video and say, I don't see anything wrong with what she's doing. I've had teachers right. come to me and say, I've looked for your stories about us, but I can't find anything. I'm like, you're not going to, you know, right. and being in the yeah. classroom, like we, there's some teachers who cross the line if they're talking about anybody with special needs, about oh, yeah. any specific situation in the classroom, about any people in the classroom. You can't look, we've been doing this podcast Dude, we edit so much stuff out. We will remember a kid and a specific story and a funny story about Mm -hmm. this kid, and we take it out. Out. Even Mm -hmm. though nobody would know who that kid was, where we taught, we would know. Well, we take it out. Right. And I've told stories that, I mean, about where I am now, and I have edited the whole thing out because somebody's going to, here's the thing. Here's what. I can't assume that my colleagues are going to support me if they got pissed at me one day for something. They're going to go after Mm -hmm. me, you know, and I don't have a gen at my school. I mean, I do. I have like my close knit friends, but I don't have like everybody there. I trust somebody's going to get to the point where like, oh, you see Kim did this and they'll they'll go after me. I know that. So when people are following me, um, most of the time they'll say, I appreciate your content. You really speak for the mass. I appreciate your, your podcast. I appreciate what you and Jen are doing. And you will never find me downplaying an admin, you know, saying something bad about somebody I work with, being specific about a kid. And if it is, we talk about kids from over 20 years ago. And if they're that sensitive, they can get over themselves. And we still don't like this. Yeah. We yeah. With, and that's fine. Um, and then, you know, I would say also like people have to realize that when you do the, like the emails at the before holiday break, that it's a parody, yeah. that it's built up of a conglomeration of 25 years worth of emails. And now not, I'm using comments from what we're getting up between LinkedIn and in my DMs on yeah. Instagram and the messages I get on TikTok. A lot of those have nothing to do with me. A lot of them do because we do like the the one where I'm like to unplug every single thing in your room. I got so yes. many comments about, oh, oh my God. Somebody's like, oh my God, thank you so much. I forgot to unplug everything. Like there is a bit of humor in it. And the other thing I'm getting is on, uh, well, something I've gotten a lot of on the ones where we're talking about how people are treated when they're out. Well, it's not just teachers. And I keep saying, I understand it's not just teachers, but this is teacher side of TikTok. So if you I have tell a your voice story, for teachers, right. jump on in here. Yeah. And then, so again, the trolls who have been like the one today was just horrible. And I just said, I'm Nasty. stopping the conversation because you hate teachers and there's nothing I can do about that. And this page isn't for me arguing. And then she just stopped with, I don't hate teachers. And I could have okay. kept going, but I let another person came in and did such a beautiful job of saying, maybe you might need to see, and it wasn't an asshole. Like <laughs> you need help. It was like, sometimes you might need to seek out help. If you're attacking people online, you don't know who had good intentions. So yeah. back to the cell phone. All right. So sorry, a comment. I, you know I was going to get on the tangent on this. That's okay. So when I, somebody wrote, when I taught if a kid had their phone out and they were supposed to, their phone was confiscated and handed to the dean of our grade level. The mm-hmm. parents would then have to come pick it up to get it back. And it only took one time of misuse and the kids learned pre-COVID, pre-COVID. Everything is pre-COVID. Yes. Um, th- that works. That would work if the school supported that policy. 
in most schools, if you as a teacher walked in and handed a cell phone, they'd be like, what's this? Take it back. I mean, we're not allowed to touch them. No, like we are not physically allowed to touch children's cell phones. So here is, um, uh, I believe an ex teacher as a mom, I would want my teacher to have a cell phone in the classroom because there are too many crazy things going on. Teachers can enforce when they can be used if they could. I mean, that's the, that's what we're asking for. That's all we're saying. And then, oh my God. I love this, this comment because this I think is true. Whatever it is, it should be consistent within a building. Yes. Because I was talking to, um, Drew today and he goes to a private school, but I just wanted to get an idea how consistent his teachers were because they all have pockets in their room. And at open house, you're told that when the students come in, they all put their phones in the, their pockets. And I asked him how many teachers actually enforce that. It seems as if his history teacher enforces it and his math teacher enforces mm-hmm. it. Physics only Physics only enforces it on test days. Mm-hmm. They actively use their phones in English. Um, like they're encouraged to use that as a resource. Um, like, so it's, I get the different teachers teach in different ways. And I would be the first person to be like, but I want my kids to take them out to do a Kahoot or to do a quizzes. It's faster and easier yeah. than logging on to your computer or your iPad or your Chromebook or whatever your technology is at your school. A phone is a lot quicker. I agree that it is, we're not asking for no phones. We're asking for when we ask for no phones, there needs to be no phones, but them away, there needs to be no phones. So I teach, I don't teach with Megan anymore. I never taught with Megan. Megan and I work together now at our company, also a previous teacher. And she said when she taught high school, she had a no phone policy unless we were taking a break. I found that providing breaks because we had blocked scheduling oh, yeah. to look at their phones and send a text, et cetera, allowed them to, to feel less stress about checking their phone secretly. They didn't have to check their phone secretly because she knew they she'd give them a time. She said also they could use it to listen to music on earbuds during independent work, but I think it Mm -hmm. depends on the age and your classroom culture that you build. There is one person on that thread who said, here's a point that might not be the most popular opinion, but during um, a lockdown situation, having a lot of kids on their phones is going to bring attention to where they are in the building because of they're not all on silent. And so, you know, we're talking about... um, that situation we're talking about being, you know, gunned down. I get Look, uh, I, you know, my stepdaughter has her phone in middle school. Um, be, be, I, I would want her to have her phone. I'm not saying not to have your phone. I, mm-hmm. I think that I was so And then it got into this whole thread about teachers being on their phones. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't have time to get on my phone as a teacher, especially elementary school. Because literally, like, even with my stepdaughter, I have to set the example. If I have my phone out, like the other night, I'll go ahead and use this example. We're watching TV, and she was on her phone. And granted, it was like a show that we we didn't really have to pay a lot of attention to. Yeah. I saw that David was getting his out. And I said, you know what? Let's Let's put our phones down, or let's do a movie, or let's do something else where we don't have our phones out while we're watching. She got snippy for like 30 seconds, but 
put, here's the boundary. She put that phone down and she didn't get that phone out for another two hours because I said right. something and in her snippiness went away when we had a conversation, we were talking, we were laughing, we got snacks. And, and then that conversation happened. But be, when we're ignoring it, because we're scared and I didn't want to cause a problem, but I was over it. She'd been on her damn phone. She kept asking about what was happening in the show. And I'm like, put your phone down. I love you, but come on, let's, let's not do this. Um, she was fine. All you have to do is ask. And sometimes when the kid isn't going to get it on, off of it, those are the parents. And I guarantee that there's parents at home that say you can be on your phone whenever you want because they are not your parent. Because yeah. I have enough of those comments on these threads that to, you know they're, they're, they're parents there. of children, right? They're out there. You know what? So here's here, my advice to those parents. You do you, but go homeschool your kid because you're making it hard for me to teach. And if they fail, you're going to try to get me fired, not only for whatever you're trying to get me fired for anyway, because you hate teachers and you think we all suck and we don't know what we're doing and we have no authority, which we really don't because you're not helping us. Take them out. Go take them to take you. You take the time to teach your children what you feel like they need in the manner in which you feel like they need to learn it, and take them the hell out of school. And please make our lives a little bit easier. I'm wow, done. Wow, so box. No, it's just, I would, I'm looking at no, these no, teachers, no. and then I get I these comments from people like, "I don't know how to get out of. The, I don't know how to get out. I can't do this anymore." I know. Here's here's my. So we need to come up with a way like to solve, like, yeah, just bitching about a problem isn't solving a problem. I know, but it felt really good. Just now. it did feel really good. And we're just trying to have a conversation about it. Here's what I'm wondering. I wish that I'm trying to think of how I want to word this because I'm really not savvy enough to know all the ins and outs of what I'm trying to say. But I feel like I have been at schools before where cell service was almost non-existent <laughs> yep. and students had to sign on. The only way they could do anything with their phones was to sign on to the student guest network mm-hmm. for Wi-Fi that blocks social media. Mm-hmm. Like I would be fine if kids could occasionally text more than, you know, being on Snapchat and posing or I've seen videos of kids making TikToks in the hallway when they're like out on hall passes. Mm-hmm. Like, so if you could shut all of that stuff down and all they have left is the basic use of the phone while connected to the school internet, like, I think that might be a bit of There's a solution. There's ways I'm to sure do it. Well, I'm sure people will tell me that that is not true. So here is some of the things that are problems. Um, this is from a reading specialist um, from LinkedIn. And she said that here's the problem. When it's teacher discretion, one teacher's like anything, anytime you can use your phone. Another teacher is like, no, I'm teaching. This is all fine. But then there's online bullying, the harassment, inappropriate pictures that are taken wherever, in the bathroom, in the classroom, wherever. Um, Snapchat fight announcements with how to keep the teacher away. Parents are calling during class. That's They're a huge, phones to cheat. a huge issue on this thread is that parents are 
much of the distraction about mm-hmm. pickup time and things like that. Not working on schoolwork because they're on their phone. And it so it creates this mass chaos and there's so much lost learning. The problem is that a lot of our kids are addicted to gaming yes. and addicted to being on their phone um, like five plus hours every day. And it's when we're, what was the Latin in locus parentis? Is that right? Something like that. Yes. I yes. probably just butchered that, but it's our job to protect them at school. So if we don't have phones or we can enforce putting your phones away. I'm not saying no phones. I'm saying if we could enforce putting them away, then we are able to stop um, cyberbullying because it can't happen while they're at school via phones, at least. Um, we're able we're able to just have more control over the day. And we need to have kids self-regulate. It is a social skill to know when to put your phone away. Like, like when I had my 11th grade kids, they all had a, a, a Chromebook, but I just asked them face down on your desk. Yeah. Because they saw it and, and AirPods out with it. So basically they could still see the phone. It was still there, but I just need 20 minutes of your time. Yeah. If that. Mm-hmm. And I said, you and know, I say like in the real world, my phone sits next to my desk. Yeah. I'm not not on my phone, but if I want to get my job done, I have to know not to look at it. But the kids don't have that self-regulation because they're, they're allowed to be on it and the parents aren't regulating because they hate teachers so much. So do teachers need to do what my friend Megan suggested, which is give a phone break, two minute break. I mean, Mm -hmm. so a five minute phone break in a block class, a a minute and a half in a regular like 45 minute type class. I mean, yeah, I there feel was like there was a teacher. I think I talked about this in one of the podcasts. It was during midterms or they're studying for midterms. And I walked, she, her classroom was very close to mine and I walk out and she literally took them on a planned bathroom break, brain break and either, and she was standing out there. She had, she was, was she an elementary school teacher at some point? No, I don't think so. Maybe she was. Wow. I don't remember. But That's... she had them all like, it was like good 10 minutes. It was a block. And I said, this is brilliant. Because she she was at our new teacher meeting and I let everybody know. Um, she says, now I know that, they're, that they don't need the bathroom. They could all check their phone and they could step away from me for a few minutes and they could just do their thing. So when they get back to class that I have their attention. I said, this is brilliant. It was a good 10 minutes, which is fine. You don't have to teach bell to bell. But those block schedules are grueling. So I kind of yeah, talked are. to the, I think, yeah. No, I talked to the kids. I'm like, is this cool? Shit? They're like, yes. I said, is it's helping you relax? Yes. I said, so you're good to go back. And and I, I I love to talk to the kids when I see something like that. I said, is this something you know you would like to have in most you know, in other classes? They're like, yeah, because went to the bathroom, checked my phone, talked to my friend, you know, sat by myself for a minute, got out of that environment. Then they go back for the next 45 minutes and they know the expectation is you've already been in the bathroom unless you're imploding. Most teachers, if you've ever taught elementary, you're going to be hard pressed to say no to a kid to go to the bathroom. Um, and then some parents are like, you can't tell my kid when to go. I'm like, well, in high school, they're not going to the bathroom most of the time to actually use the bathroom. Right. Unfortunately, they're going in there Plus, to do other things. Yeah, if some teachers tell the them, class- some teachers are saying, if you need to go to the bathroom, 
leave your phone here in the pocket. You don't need it in the bathroom. So that's cutting down on kids leaving the classroom quite a bit. That's so smart. I think that a planned break like that, if it includes the bathroom or if it doesn't, and I'm not going to tell you as a parent that I don't text Drew during the middle of the day. I do. I don't expect him to answer me unless it's okay for him to answer me. And his phone is oftentimes in the pocket and he doesn't answer me a lot of times for a couple hours. Oh, come on. Who are we kidding? Um, They don't answer us anyway when they have their phone in their hands. They're like, oh, mom, mom's texting. She needs something. (laughs) Interesting. So they (laughs) all of a sudden have to answer the phone when it's you. In the classroom. Right. Bullshit. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess my idea with that video was to come up with a solution. It wasn't to cause the, it wasn't to cause the dissension. And I guess if nothing else, it's let me really understand that there's such a group of parents who freaking hate teachers that there's nothing we can do. There's nothing we can do. There's nothing you can do with that type of no. hatred directed. And it's, it's, I don't know. I don't, I mean, I feel like if we could go back in time to like, like what could we do differently in education to have stopped this hatred? I think this hatred happened during COVID is I agree. when I think it happened. Um, also when the fact that, Teachers, there was a time, and you and I worked in the same era, whatever, Yeah. when we could call a parent and say, blah, blah, is doing this, this, and this, and there was no question. Why would we take the time to make this up? We have enough to do. Like, I'm not going to make a story up to get a kid in trouble. And if you are, and you know, again, in any profession, you're going to have the shitty people. I'm not saying that every single teacher is spot on fabulous. What I'm saying is that the teachers who you and I represent and, and for whom we advocate are the teachers busting their asses who need support. I'm not yeah. talking about the ones who are on their phones or playing the games or telling the kids to do whatever they want. Or, you know, I'm not, why would we even give our time of day to those folks? But the, and there are, you have those people in every profession. You know, we're talking about the teachers who are reaching out, who are listening to the podcast, who are making comments, who are asking for help in some way, and they're getting nothing from anybody. And these parents are just, just anyway, I I got, I got fired up today. I got fired up the other day because I felt like, you know, I, I can't take it personal because they don't know me. Mm-hmm. People, you know, I triggered something because I'm actually asking parents to do something. It's so help. crazy, though. I mean, Not like, if you go just... back in time to Little House on the Prairie time, people loved their teachers. None of them were on their phones then. <laughs> Maybe that's why nobody was on their phones. I don't know. I really think a lot of it happened when COVID happened and parents suddenly felt like they had the right to critique our instruction and, but they were not critiquing their parenting any real life. I mean, what was the story where you had a parent? Did he throw the TV in the trash can? Was that, was that your story? I thought it was your story that the kid was on the, yes. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. He was on the TV watching TV at night and then the next thing you knew the tv was in the trash can like yeah. we don't want it to go that extreme but 
that's the support we're used to having. Like, yeah, like a little bit of help, a little, I mean, I've had, I mean, I've called parents before who have showed up at the school to check their children out, to go take care of the problem. And I'd be like, no, 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 that's not necessary. Like, I just need your help and support. And I mean, please don't check them out to go. But, you know, I've had the parents who are like, (laughs) can I please speak or can can I talk to them? Yes, absolutely. This is why I have a phone in the classroom. And I, again, there's going to be teachers who are not great teachers. We're not talking about them. And parents, if you feel the need, if anyone feels the need to get on someone's damn page and be an asshole, write it in your journal, close your journal and walk away because you're not doing anybody any good. Because if you want that many (coughs) follows, asshole follows, are those really worth it? Oh my God. We had a parent um, several, several, several years ago, and it didn't happen. I had her younger son and another friend of mine had had her older son years before there was quite an age difference. And the mother would sent when my friend had an old, the older sibling, we're pretty sure that the mom was drunk emailing. Oh yeah. Cause mm-hmm. She would send emails that were just vile and bitter and mm-hmm. mean. And mm-hmm. and then the next day she would like be apologetic and can I come in and help? And you know what I mean? Like it was like, whoa. So I think journaling before you send anything is a great idea. I think that goes for everything. So this one comment, it says... Teachers, please do not give out your phone number to parents. And if school personnel is calling, texting you, it should only be for emergencies. You can politely ask school personnel to email you about work issues. This was about when we're being contacted at work. It goes the same thing for parents. Um, Anyway, that's our rant. I think we're going to continue this. We've got some ideas about actually getting the student viewpoint on this, um, which I think is important. Like, and I have had now, I will say when we did our interviews with students to kind of like get a climate check on where they were, they did say the more engaging the class, the less likely I am to have my phone out. And I say that because some nasty parents came on to say, if we only knew how to teach, they wouldn't have their phones out. Okay. I'm not going to say there's, I'm going to say a couple of things to that. Can our instruction be beefed up a little bit in some areas, in some classes? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Are we there to entertain children? No. Are we there to make learning exciting when yes. possible? But well, yeah. right. I think that's the problem. I can't compete with like an app on a phone that Mm-mm. is full of crazy graphics. Mm-mm. And Even like when I wear the... my stripper Santa outfit, it doesn't matter. Right. So yes, I can. And, and I'll tell you that, you know, secondary you know, instruction is a lot different. And, and there's some subjects that are just inherently not exciting that you need to take. And this woman said that we need to stop giving so much emphasis on public education. I'm sorry, that's what I do for a living. So I give a shit. And again, go homeschool your kids. Let's see how they turn out when they get everything they want. 
and you've you've cleared the way for them and they're not going to know what to do when a real issue comes up because they're on their phone and they missed they missed the flight instructions on how to get out of the emergency exit because they were on their damn phones and now they're in the air with a, a plane that's about to crash and they were on their phones when they shouldn't have been that's what's happening that's it that's my right. my my 5 cents I love All right. it. Well, happy new year. <laughs> happy new year to everyone. So I think what we're trying to say, and we didn't say, but what we would like to say is that this is a great time to revisit norms yes. with your classroom. Um, you can reset all kinds of norms. If you're an elementary school teacher, I know you know how to do this. You do this every year. And I'm certain that if you're a high school student, not a student, a high school teacher, you also are used to setting norms at the beginning of the year and you know how to help kids get buy-in to those norms. And if it's not, it's not too late now to keep, to do it. That's what my job, it's I not, It's a you. brand new year. A lot of my work this in January is going to be helping to reset norms. I do it every year and teachers are all over it. Even if it's it's cell phone policy and my, also my thing is when they do that, they need to reach out to parents to say, here are our norms. I would like to remind you. And in those norms, if I'm out, you will not hear from me. Things will not be graded. And I will let you know as soon as I get back. Um, you know, I think those norms need to go out to parents too, so that they're not, I agree. you know, and most parents will be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I forgot. Fine. I'm talking about the 10% of parents who are making our lives a living hell. Mm-hmm. Not the 90% of you awesome people. Now that's it. That's I'm, it. I, Jen knew I was going to come in hot too uh, during our text today. So yeah. All right, my friends, we hope you all stay twisted, stay twisted and have a good beginning of the year. Bye. Happy New Year.